twilight, these sisters discuss the paranormal and the unnerving. They are known as the Parasisters. Hi guys, this is Tristan. And Rebecca. And you are watching and listening to the Parasisters. That's right. And we have, um, I don't think we have a whole lot of business to take care of. Uh, no. Just you guys always like, share, subscribe to us. Um, follow us and get our podcast anywhere you get podcasts, except for Apple. Dude, and I... as always, please I... email, or email us. Yeah, email us your stories. Listen, I looked up to try to do Apple, and it's a, I don't know, it seems confusing, but I'll try to figure it out. <laughs> It probably is. I'm not Apple's very like, technically savvy, so. And Apple is so they're so like Apple-ish. They're Apple, yeah. So I'm gonna assume that it's very hard to uh, get anything put onto Apple, but <laughs> they're Apple. Yes. Um, so I'm gonna just jump right in, if you don't mind. Nah. Do you have anything you would like to say? Okay. Well, you know, I could I could literally talk about nonsense all night long. <laughs> but that's not why we're here. Right. You see my beautiful Christmas tree in the background? Yeah, I wish I had my Christmas tree because it, it's also beautiful. But it's all the way in the living room, so. <laughs> Whatever. Yes, well, I just I just happen to do podcasts in my living room, so. Dude, I do have this awesome microphone. It looks like I'm going to um, record a demo at any second. Oh, you've got like a mic boom. Yeah. That's cool. I like it. Yes. So tonight, um, we're going to talk about Monsters of Christmas. Yes. And I've picked out three of them because they are related. Um, and you'll find out how. Uh, but this is from their Icelandic Christmas folklore. That's awesome. Monsters. Yeah. Um, there's actually so many that you wouldn't even know. Like I started doing research on on Christmas monsters. Mm-hmm. And there are so many related to Christmas. I did not know like, that. Because we all know these um, people, Krampus, but Right. But these people were like dicks. So like, I don't know how exactly these origins got started but i mean holy shit like you thought krampus real was bad no yeah now i'm intrigued these are so awful so um so icelandic christmas folklore depicts mountain dwelling characters and monsters who come to town during christmas um the stories, of course, are directed at children um, and are used to scare them into good behavior. Um, not only children, just, well, we'll get into that, but it's not only children that they use these stories to scare into, like, submission. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, the, folk- the folklore includes both mischievous pranksters um, who leave gifts during the night and monsters who eat disobedient children. All right, then. Literally, literally eat. <laughs> They're like, you're bad. I'm going to eat you. <laughs> like, you don't so, even get a second uh, chance. You're done. You're done. It's just, I'm going to eat you. And I mean, like, how bad do you have to be to get eaten by one of these Christmas probably, monsters? Probably not very bad back, back, back then. <laughs> right. A thief. They didn't like thieves, so. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> 
So I'm just going to preface this by saying that our monsters we're discussing today are actually a family of a monsters. A family of monsters? Ooh, I get like a picture of a family of Sasquatches or something. Right, like a family of sassies, like yes. I got over here. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so um, we're going to start with Gryla. Gryla is originally mentioned as being a giantess. Um, so it's a woman giant. I had to clarify that. It's a female giant. <laughs> a giantess. Who knew? A giantess. Yeah, because I was like, uh, that sounds kind of weird, you know. Um, other sources mention her as being an ogre, oh. like a female ogre. She's Fiona. Um, like a Fiona, but she eats children. Princess Fiona. <laughs> uh, okay, so Gryla is originally mentioned as being a giantess in a 13th century compilation of Norse Norse mythology. Um, and they call this Norse mythology Prose Edda. So they call it this because I had to look this up because I had no idea what the hell that meant. No, yeah, it's foreign. Um, It's an old Norse work of literature written in Iceland during the early 13th century, uh, 1220 to be exact. It is considered the fullest and most detailed source of modern knowledge of North mythology. Norse? Norse? Mythology. (laughs) That's awesome. yeah, it's the body of myths and North Germanic peoples. So nice. um, it was actually written by one person. Well, the collection was written by one person in 1220. Um, and it draws from a wide variety of sources, including versions of poems that survive in today, that survive into today in a collection known as the Poetic Edda. Is this um, something I can go on Amazon and buy? Or is it like... I, I honestly don't know. I didn't uh, I didn't Google that. I should have because it would be very. I want a bit. It'd be I want very to get interesting. There. You know what though? I I don't know how much was lost in translation. Also, you know what I mean. Yeah, Unless you I mean, read Old Norse, you know what I mean. Which would be awesome. <laughs> Life goal. I would have All to right. agree. <laughs> yes. Um. But uh, no specific connection to Christmas was mentioned. Like the Gryla was not specifically connected to Christmas until the 17th century. Oh, interesting. But she existed yeah. all the way back in like medieval, like 1230s or whatever. Like before medieval, yeah. That's cool. Like, it's, yes. Um, but she is, she is considered enormous and her appearance is repulsive. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. So, like, when I was reading about her, they actually have a festival oh, around Christmas shit. time. And um, you see Gryla, like, they make these costumes, and it's, like, this old lady, but she's huge, and she's, like, hunched over. I think I've seen those. It's, no, that must be something yeah. else. It's, like, a giant well, parade or something. Yeah, it's kind of creepy. Um the oldest poems about Gryla uh, describe her as a parasitic beggar who walks around asking parents to give the give her their disobedient children. To eat them? Where's, yeah. Where's Callum? Um, he needs to hear this. Yeah, it's Baby crazy. Um, her plans can be thwarted by giving her food or chasing her away. So like, you can be like, get away from face, Gryla. Gryla. Right, I'm gonna kick your ass, you stupid bitch! Like, <laughs> get off my kid! 
Um, originally in the original poems, she lives in a small cottage, uh, but later in the poems, she appears to have been forced out of town and into a faraway cave where she lives. Um, current day Gryla, Gryla, sorry, current day Gryla, um, has the ability to actually detect, uh, children who are misbehaving year round. Yes, and during Christmas time, she comes down from the mountains to search nearby towns for her meal. <laughs> um, so she'll actually leave her cave during Christmas time, hunts down these awful children, carries them home in a giant sack, where she then devours them as her favorite <laughs> snack, which is a stew made of naughty kids. Yes, a naughty kid's stew. And she has an insatiable appetite. Oh, how come Shelly comes down so, once a year then? I don't know. Well, I think she just gets them, like, collects all the children. Oh, right. Oh, she's just going through the streets collecting all these naughty children and putting them in her sack and then taking them up there and coming back because she comes through the whole Christmas season. Oh. During Christmas time, yeah. So, and, and we're going to meet the rest of her family. Don't worry, okay? Uh, this is probably the greatest thing I've ever heard. Isn't it fantastic? Um, according to legend, there is never a shortage of food for Gryla. Of course not. Kids are bad. My kid's bad. You better watch out. Gryla's going to get it. Right. I, I, I'm like thinking like, this is an awful story. I was like, but if we had started this when our kids were little, like how good would they be? Yeah. They'd be so good. Like all year round. <laughs> And all the sources, like, this is still very much a big thing in Iceland. That's awesome. And then the Nordic, in the Nordic countries. That's awesome. Like, it's not something that got, like, went away or got lost with time. Right. Yeah, it's still, it's still very big. I saw some pictures of the festival that they hold, and it's kind of creepy, actually, but. <laughs> what ifs? <laughs> to each their own. What if? Um. So, according to folklore, Gryla has been married three times. Um, her third husband, I'm going to try to pronounce it, but it is old, like, Nordic um, speak. Yeah. You know, so. Um, so, her third husband, Lepaldi, I think that's how it said, is said to be living with her in the cave in the... Dimmuborger lava fields with a big black cat, oh. a big black Yule cat, and their sons. What's a Yule cat? Oh, we're going to get into that because that's part of the family, you know. Your animals are part of your family. That's true. Um, and their sons. Uh, her third husband, Leopoldi, Lepaldi is lazy and mostly stays at home in their cave and he's like bitch get out there get me some food bring me those kids that sounds weird i need some kids <laughs> had a feel like almost well they have 13 sons of their own holy what yeah that's how i'm about to get into that uh gryla supposedly has 13 children with her previous husbands and um of course a lapaldi how many uh, but the children themselves are barely mentioned nowadays um I don't, it's weird because it says that they're barely mentioned nowadays, but they're 
the rest of her family's like the rest of this podcast is connected with uh Gryla. you see what i'm saying yeah so they they've now separated the two legends even though they were actually one legend gotcha so they're two different now they're two different things actually three different things because um we're gonna get to her giant kitty cat yes the yule the yule cat aka Jola Arturin. Jola. Or Jola. Jola. I really like that name. So, I do too. Um, so Jola is, and I'm the, that's what I'm going to use for this. Jola is a huge and vicious cat oh, who is described as lurking about the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eating people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. Right. He eats people who didn't get new clothes before Christmas Eve. <laughs> I don't know how he knows this. He's like, those are old. Come here. I don't know how he. Maybe they're just wearing their crappy stuff because they were out working in the field. You yeah. know what I mean? Jeez, Jola. <laughs> it's crazy, isn't it? <laughs> um, oh, gosh. I wish I lived in Iceland so, right now. <laughs> Right? So, Jola is the house pet of Gryla and her sons and her husband, Napoli. Right, okay. <laughs> um, though referred to as an ancient tradition, uh, written accounts of the Yule Cat have only been located as recently as the 19th century. So, it's, it, they, it, it's told that it's an ancient tradition, but it's something that they can't find anything before the right. 1800s. Right. Nobody recorded that that's, like, a thing. Right. Um, the threat of being eaten by the Yule Cat was used by farmers. <laughs> Stop. I, I'll, I'm going to send you, I, hopefully I'm going to send you pictures. I'm going to try to send you pictures. But this cat is huge. Now, I'm assuming there's some kind of, like, reference with like I don't know a house and the cat next to it or something <laughs> I I don't know I would have to find that one but I mean it like it's a reference to like a person and the and cat and a cat okay okay so this doesn't look like a normal cat it looks more like a giant jaguar or bobcat that's kind of awesome too or though. maybe a giant snow leopard yes I love I've leopards Different sources have different pictures. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I might own Jola as long as I'm not allergic to her. <laughs> I would definitely have Jola. <laughs> of course you would. And her name would be Jola. Yes. <laughs> it, ha- it would have to be. It would. Um, they'll refer to it as an ancient... Oh, I already went through that part. Uh, the threat of being eaten by the gill cat was used by farmers and as as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. Right. Um, the ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes. Oh. But those who did not, <laughs> right, those who did not would get nothing and would be preyed upon by the and monsters. And you, you don't get anything and you get eaten. Right. So you better help with the damn wool. I think that's messed up. Like, what if you got a broken leg or something? Like, and you can't, you can't work with the wool that you. Right. Well, you're screwed. <laughs> you are sprawled. Definitely. 
Uh, the cat has alternative, alternatively been described as merely eating away the food of ones with new, without new clothes. So in some sources it says that she, uh, she just or he just eats the food of right. the ones without new clothes and so just eats the people themselves. Um, so she'll, she'll come and steal their food during Christmas feasts. Oh, that's kind of um, mean. The perception of a yoke cat as a man-eating beast was partially popular, popularized by poems of Johannes U. Kotzlum, or Kotzlum, as with the rest of the folklore. Like, it's, you know, right. somebody popularized them. Um, of course. So now we have Gryla. And we have her ginormous cat who eats people without new clothes. <laughs> Which, if you think about it, because it seems like this is what I find interesting. I mean, how much of our like traditional Christmas things, because how many years did you get clothes as a kid? You know what I mean? How, how many years of Christmas do we get clothes every single year? Yeah, I don't, right? I, I mean, I feel like most kids get clothes at one point or another. For Christmas, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a tradition. You are supposed to get socks, and you're supposed to get underwear, and you're supposed to get new new hats and new mittens and, you know, stuff like that. That's what you're supposed to get for Christmas. Like, you know, among your other things that you get. Yeah. But that's what you're supposed to get. Um. So we're gonna. So we got Gryla and we got her her wonderful kitty. Um, we're gonna move on to Gryla's kids. They're called the Yule Lads, or the Yuletide Lads, or Yulemen. 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 Um, they are the sons of Gryla and Lapaldi, as well as her other two husbands, which. The lore does not mention what happened to her first two husbands. She may have eaten them. She probably, I mean, really, she probably ate them and then fed them to her kids, and that was that. Right. Uh, so these are the, the sons of Gryla Lepaldi and her first two uh, husbands. They are a group of 13 mischievous prankster, pranksters who steal from other, who steal <laughs> from or otherwise harass the population. Um, so they don't eat people. They don't eat people. They're kind of more like pranksters, tricksters. Uh, some of them are kind of little ornery. Uh, but what's so hilarious about the Yule lads is that they all have descriptive names. Like their names describe them. Oh, like tall one, skinny one. Well, uh, their names not only describe them, but they convey their favorite way of harassing the peoples of these towns. Oh, what? Yeah. So they come to town one by one during the last 13 nights uh, before Christmas, the Yule, the yes. Yule time. Uh, they leave small gifts and shoes. It, they leave small gifts and shoes that children have placed on windowsills. But if the child has been disobedient, they leave a potato in the shoe. Um, I've also heard that they leave rotten food in the shoes. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, at least you're not um, being and, eaten by these people, but I mean. And I have read that they leave coal. So. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Which, in all of the lore, I, I looked at three or four different sources, and they're pretty much, the stories are pretty much all the same. 
just there's a couple variations on right. you know what they leave and what they do exactly um in modern times the yule lads have been depicted as also taking on a more benevolent role compared comparable to santa claus right um and other related figures uh and in some sources they actually say that they are santa's helpers they're elves um, if you see, like, when I send you the pictures of them, they are elvish-like. So I but their mother is an ogre, so I don't understand. I was just going to say, I'm very confused how you have Gryla, who's obviously not a very nice thing, and her evil man-eating cat, and then you have, like, her sons who are nice-ish. They're, kind of. But they're not nice. They're not nice. Wait till you hear their names. Um... <laughs> I think I think the reason why they look elfish, I just remembered uh, this part, that it's because they're generally depicted as wearing late medieval style Icelandic clothing. Oh, with the weird feet, like the shoes, yeah, and like yeah, tunics and leggings. Yeah, and they are also sometimes worn are shown wearing a costume traditionally worn by Santa Claus. So I think they kind of dress them as elves, but they uh, more close to the lore and the time period of the lore, they are wearing medieval style Icelandic clothing. That makes sense. They do dress them, I think, more as elves for children's events. <laughs> They're like, we don't want to terrify you. Here's an Even though if you're bad, these are going to do these things are going to do awful things to you. <laughs> yeah, and their mom might eat you, so there's that too. Yeah, she's going to put you in her sack and carry you to the cave to make children stew. Naughty kids stew. That's awful. That's actually kind of scary. It's, it is hilarious. Maybe it's because I was never a naughty kid, so I'm not afraid. I, I don't even know if I was naughty. I was like a grown-up at like eight. So I know, I you were just yet. like an adult. I don't know if I was naughty or not. <laughs> <laughs> so uh the yule lads arrived during the last 13 nights before christmas beginning december 12th uh they depart beginning on christmas one per day in the order that they arrived thus each stays 13 days you see what i'm saying yeah okay so um i actually have a whole thing <laughs> about each one of these 13 Yule Lads um, and the time that they arrive and depart. So we have number one. I'm assuming that he's the oldest because, you know, he's going first. Yeah. <laughs> he, I, I'm not going to even try to say their Icelandic names because they are extremely hard to say. And I don't know the inflection in which they are written in. So. Yeah, no, they have weird words in Iceland. And there's 13 of them, so I wasn't about to go Google, like, translate and find out how to say each one of them. <laughs> so, I, I just wasn't. <laughs> okay, so the first one is Sheep Coat Claude. What? His Icelandic name translates into English as Sheep, C-O-T-E, Claude. Oh, like a dove coat, but a sheep coat. 
a suit coat. Not like a coat yeah. that you wear in the winter, I see. Not, Not like a jacket. jacket. Yeah, 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 yeah. A big gotcha. old puffy parkas. No. <laughs> it's like a, a, a coat is like a house, right? So it could be like a dove coat for birds or like a, I'm assuming a sheep coat yeah. would be like a, a house for sheep. Right. right. Or like a like a covering if of some sort. If that's a thing, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Made out of sheepskin. I don't know. I guess. What? Blue. <laughs> Okay, so, but his job is he harasses the sheep. Um, but <laughs> he harasses the sheep. What did the but sheep his do? Job... <laughs> but his job is very hard because he is impaired by his stiff peg legs. What? What happened to his legs? I don't know. Maybe oh, his mom God. ate him and gave him stick legs. I don't know. Oh God! Oh God! Okay. I told you it is. Oh, I told you. Oh. I, I told you at the beginning this is going to be quite fun. Oh, um, so he shows up on December twelfth, and he departs on December twenty fifth. Okay, but he's, so he's there the longest. So, no, they're all there for thirteen days. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so he's the first one in, first one out. Gotcha, okay. So, then we have Gully Gok. Gully Gok. Gully Gok. Yeah, Gok like G-A-W-K. Oh, right. Like, yeah, you're going to look at, stare at someone, you're Gawker. Gawker. Gully Gok's name, his job. His job is to hide in gullies. <laughs> and do what? So Gully Gog hides in gullies, waiting for an opportunity to sneak into a cow shed and steal milk. Shut up. <laughs> Why would... I guess this was considered mischievous. Oh, yes. Like, I, I guess steal- so. You're stealing milk? <laughs> Could you even be upset with someone that's stealing milk? Like, I don't think I could. I don't think so. And also, I don't really consider this uh, malevolent. Like, it's No, more... this is, like, so silly. <laughs> if I saw someone hiding in a gully and then sneaking into my cow shed, I'd be like... <laughs> like, I just have, like, a picture of, like, you know, like, those really bad movies where they're trying to be, like, really, like sneaky but you can like see him like rolling across the floor right. <laughs> um, Golly oh, God shows up on December 13th and he leaves on December 26th <laughs> okay um now the third brother Oh, um, his Icelandic name is not actually that hard to say. It's uh, Stufur. Stufur. Meaning, in English translation, Stubby. <laughs> okay, I can't. I don't even know. I don't know if I can. I'm telling you, look them up. It's hilarious. I'm telling you. Oh, God. Okay, so Stubby is abnormally short, and he steals pans to eat the crust left on them. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
he's hungry. <laughs> oh, God. oh God. Okay. Okay. Does he wash them afterwards? I hope. I, don't know. I mean, do you get your pants back, or is it like <laughs> that's his prank? No, he steals the he's pants. Stealing man. your pants. They're like at behind the neighbor's house, like four blocks down. They're clean, but what? Stubby um, got them. <laughs> this is a lesson is don't wait to do your dishes. <laughs> uh, the old lads are going to come and steal your pants <laughs> to oh, eat the crusty stubby bits out of them. You're going to regret that. Oh, it gets great. It oh, gets, it's great. Let me tell you. I'm glad I'm not Okay, so, <laughs> so Stubby... Um, being abnormally short, shows up on December 14th and he leaves on December 27th. I feel like this um, is like a twisted, like Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. <laughs> yeah, but there's 13 of them. Yeah. Um, so, brother number four, I'm not going to try to pronounce his Icelandic name, but it, translate to, it translates to spoon liquor. Um. I, I mean, I guess I could guess what he does, but but let's hear it anyway. So, Spoon Licker steals and licks wooden spoons. Okay. So, you got Stubby, who's taking your pants. At least, like, the first two, the sheep coat and gully gawk. I mean, at least they're staying outside, but now you have them coming in your house and taking your utensils. Right. Okay. So Stubby, he steals the pans to eat the like the crusty bit left in the pan. You know what I mean? Spoon Licker steals your wooden spoons to lick them, and he is extremely thin due to malnutrition. Uh, yeah, he licks spoons for food. Right. Stubby should right. share his crust with him. How rude! <laughs> They're not very brotherly, are they? They're not. They are not. I mean, Gully God could at least give him a cup of milk. I know he's in there stealing milk. I mean, from the cow shed, right? It's funny that they all are. They're all getting some kind of food except for the sheep, sheep coat guy. He's like just harassing sheep, right? And has stiff legs. Oh, those peg legs. Stiff peg legs. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Okay, so Spoon Licker shows up on December fifteenth, and he departs on December twenty eighth. Oh, man. Her fifth brother is Pot Scraper. What? I feel like they're just making these up at this point. Well, I mean, I'm sure a lot they're made up, but... So, I actually got these... I actually got this chart from Wikipedia as part of... This lore in Iceland, Icelandic, oh, Nordic lore. Oh gosh. Yeah. So, um, Pot Scraper, he does the very obvious thing. There is no description of him, um, but he steals leftovers from pots. So him and Stubby really are kind of the same. I mean, he would maybe steal the leftovers, and then, and then Stubby would finish it off. Right, then it's Stubby comes by and he steals the pans, like the entire pan yeah. and just eats what's left over from that. 
Um, he comes on December 16th and he leaves on December 29th. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, so, Bowl Liquor. What is It's the next. I told you it's hilarious. I told you this was going to be fun. Oh, God. This one is actually kind of creepy. Okay. <laughs> so, Bowl Liquor. Hides under beds, waiting for someone to put down their askur, which is a type of bowl with a lid used instead of dishes. Oh, right. Which, which he then steals. He then steals the bowl. Like, he waits for somebody to put their bowl down, and he'll go and run and steal the bowl. But he's, like, under the bed? Yeah. Oh, my word. I'm sorry, my mouse is getting all crazy. That is crazy. It is creepy, isn't it? That one is kind of creepy. Like, he hides under the beds. I don't, um... I don't even know what to say to that. I don't either. But he comes on December 7th, December 17th, and he leaves December 30th. <laughs> oh, so for 13 days, he hides under people's beds and steals their temples. <laughs> oh, oh. gonna be checking under my bed on the 17th for bootlicker yeah a bowl of bootlicker oh shit okay the next brother is door slammer um he likes to slam doors especially during the night and to wake people up what yeah so he'll, like, come to your house and open your door and slam it just to wake you up. I mean, don't these people have locks on their doors or what? <laughs> like. I don't know. I, I don't know. It seems, I don't well, know. Well, you got to remember, too, like, this was, like, in, well, the 1800s. I wouldn't imagine that not, pretty much not everybody had locks on their doors to begin with. I mean, they Like, honestly, have... the poor people would be lucky to even have a door. Yeah, that's true. Their windows are probably covered with animal skins. and Still, though, I mean, a chair wedged underneath the handle. Something. <laughs> right. To keep these weirdos out of your house. Right. Um, oh, gosh. Yeah, so his whole thing is just to go slam doors to wake people up <laughs> and just generally be a dick. Yeah, that's not even like, that's just like you're an ass. Like, what do you do? It's just like literally trolling people. That's your job for 13 days, just to troll people. Um, He comes on December 18th and he leaves December 31st. Um, So, this one is Skier or Skyr Gobbler. Um, I had to look that up. And uh, Skyr or Skyr is uh, very similar to Yogurt. It's a, it's a dairy that you put fruit and stuff in. Um, so Skyr Gobbler is a Yule Lad with a great affinity for Skyr. He likes yogurt. His whole job is to come steal your damn yogurt. He's a... I mean, did 
they do they like they go to a town and they like harass the whole town like they're not picking on like one person or something. no these are these they go and harass all the towns around where the, the mountain oh, okay yeah so it's not even just one town it's like all the towns all the people i don't know how these things get in your house i don't know where they hide if they're in your house while you're in your house I don't know. I mean, I guess I could have went through and tried to look up the lore on each individual one. So my, yeah, my but... question is, are they giants also, or...? No, I think they're, like, regular size, except for Stubby, who is abnormally short. <laughs> so a giantess, or maybe she's closer to an ogre, then, if she has just, like, normal-sized kids. I don't know. <laughs> right, because it doesn't say what her husbands were, if they were human or... Ooh, if what? they were also giants. Is human a possibility or is that I don't know, you know. Some some people like them a big bitch. <laughs> That's, That's an extra like. an extra big bitch. <laughs> oh goodness. You're gonna love this one, Becca. You ready? Yes. Sausage swiper. <laughs> <laughs> You just made that up right now, Tristan. I did not. It says it right here in this whole chart that I actually, because I didn't want to type this whole chart, just copy and paste it. That's what I would do. Right. Um. So he hides in the rafters of your house and snatches sausages that are being smoked. Why? I don't even know who would have made these up or who claims that this happened to them. They're just like, like, is that a story that was told in the pub on the next day? They're like, hey, man, I was cooking. I was cooking some sausages on the fire. And this uh, guy, like, like what do you, how, how did this even come into being? I have no idea. I really don't know. Oh, God. But he comes on December 20th and leaves on January 2nd. Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, God. So the next brother is Window Keeper. <laughs> oh, okay. Now we got a peeping Tom. Well, I mean. <laughs> Well, he's technically not a peeping Tom. He just, uh, he's a snoop who looks through windows in search of things to steal. Oh, so he's like a thief. Well, they're all thieves. (laughs) They're all thieves, yeah. Um, But, I mean, can you imagine just like, you're going to lay down in bed and you see like somebody just peeking over the windowsill, looking for shit to steal in your room. (laughs) Well, that's the thing though. You wouldn't know that they're looking for things to steal necessarily. That's true. All you would see is like a weirdo looking in your window. (laughs) (laughs) Which freaks me out. Andrew (laughs) likes to sleep with the blinds open and we live in like an apartment complex. (laughs) That's awful. (laughs) That's why I'm like, close the blinds, man. What's the guy's name? Window Window peeper. Peeper. Yeah, we're going to have window peeper over here, I'm sure. You know what is so funny is these names are extremely literal. 
Yeah, like it's weird because, I, I mean, I don't know about direct translation, obviously, of Old Norse, but <laughs> I feel like it's extremely literal, like window peeper. Right. Gully hawk. I mean, what's his name? Gully gawk. Gully gawk, yeah. yeah. So, and so this brings us to an, another name that is extremely just on point. His name is Doorway Sniffer. Shut up. <laughs> oh gosh, what is happening? <laughs> I almost don't feel like this is real. It's, it's not real, real. it's lore. <laughs> I mean, the fact that someone took the time to, like, make this up or whatever they're... (laughs) Obviously, they were not great thinkers. If they couldn't come up with better names than, like, Door Sniffer. I don't know. So, Doorway Sniffer has an abnormally large nose and an acute sense of smell, which he uses to locate leaf bread. What is it? He he uh, uses it to locate leaf bread. I'm actually going to Google that right now. I meant to earlier and I forgot. Yeah, I'm not sure what leaf bread is. That sounds weird. I'm going to Google it. It's made of thin wafer-like dough. It's a crisp flatbread, and it's a holiday tradition in Iceland. Um, I might have to try to find a recipe for that. But why would he have to sniff doorways to do that? Oh, probably because they didn't want to like, actually go in the house unless they actually had leaf bread making. Oh. Or they'd made leaf bread. That makes sense, I guess. So he's not And I'm actually... assuming that they call it leaf bread because it's thin like a leaf. So he's not actually sniffing the doorway itself. He's sniffing the air inside. He's sniffing around the door. Like, gotcha. That makes sense. I mean, yes, nothing yeah. about this makes sense, but that makes sense. Absolutely not one damn thing about this makes sense. Um, I do know that I want to meet all of these people, though. Right. Um, so he comes on December 22nd and he leaves January 4th. So he's just walking around the streets smelling your doorways until then. <laughs> and it doesn't say if he actually steals anything. I'm assuming that he does because why would he not, or like, why would he use it to locate the leaf bread if he's not planning on stealing the leaf bread? Well, right. Obviously he likes leaf bread. Right. Um, so that brings us to the next brother who is called... Meat hook. That sounds ominous, actually, and quite frightening. It does, until you know why he's called meat hook. He uses a hook to steal meat. I feel like they should have stopped at, like, the first four or five (laughs) brothers. like that's all we need thanks well i'm like at some point like you have the brother that steals the sausages and you have the brother that steals meat with hooks they could have really combined those together 
Well, okay, so like Meat Hook is not around when, um, who is it? Who's the guy that steals this? Oh, sausage. Well, I guess they are around at the same time, but they do. They there's only thirteen of them, and they leave on different days, and right. they do have to terrorize all the towns. I wonder, right? So, do they like take turns? Like, okay, I'm gonna steal the sausage, and you can steal the other meats with your hook later. Like what? Right. Oh, no, I don't get it. I don't get it. So, this is the last brother. Um, his name is extremely, I mean, you, you know what it is. You'll know what he does. <laughs> Although, this one is a little weird because his name is Candle Stealer. Okay. For, for obvious reasons. But he's a little different. Instead of sneaking into your house and... Um, Sniffing around your doorways or trying to peep in your windows. Hanging in your rafters. He follows. Hanging around in your rafters, hiding under your bed. (laughs) He follows children in order to steal their candles. Why children specifically? Because, I mean, it's like taking candy from a baby. But I've not heard that kids carried candles a whole lot back then. (laughs) Well, I mean... I don't know. I mean, maybe we don't know par- what the hell they did in Iceland. <laughs> right? I mean, maybe it probably got dark and stayed dark for quite a bit of time in Iceland. But right, they had to carry their own candles, you know, in case you know, they had to go to the outhouse or whatever. Oh, um, okay, that would free- that. Now that is going into the realm of creepy. I mean, it is. I told you this one's a little weird. Um, but the reason why he stole the candles to begin with uh, is because they were made of tallow. Which is edible. Are you saying he ate the fat candles? I would not recommend eating tallow candles. But yes. For people that don't know, tallow is literally rendered fat. You could render fat and make a candle. I've actually seen baking candles before. Like baking grease candles. Which freaks me out, honestly. um... And for a lot of people who don't know, that tallow candles uh, smell disgusting. Well, it's burning fat. They smell, I mean, it's... They smell awful. They're awful smelling. Yeah, it's like when you spill a little bit of grease on your burner, and it's smoky, and it smells bad. Yeah. yeah. It is, they're awful. And they're just awful smelling before you even burn them. They smell awful. I mean, I feel like there's a theme, and it's that these brothers are obviously starving to death. Well, yeah, because their mother only eats children. They obviously want other things in their life, you know, like bread and sausages and crusty whatever the bottom. hell you would eat out of a bowl or lick off a spoon. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Um, so he shows up on December 24th, the day before Christmas, and he leaves on January 26th. And thus concludes our Yuletide, Yulad terror. Um, um, but, bef- uh, but before that, Yulads became the most popular. The description of them was very between locations. Um, some, some say, I just wanted to put this disclaimer in here. Um, some were said to be the sons of Gryla, others 
say that they were her brothers. Um, Interesting. Some, some stories only describe nine mule lads, but um, they were the even the nine were the same as they had their own characteristic traits. Just like the 13. Uh, most of the different Yule Lads can be classified into groups. Um, those who steal food. Those who like to play tricks and harass. Oh, okay. And those who just seem to be a delusion from nature. Like who? Um, like the, for, the... for example, the gully gawk who just hides in gullies. And tries to steal your milk. I mean, right, because he kind of does two different things. He hides in the gullies and steals your milk. Because I don't think it's right. necessary to hide in a gully to sneak into a barn and steal milk. <laughs> what if there's right. not even a gully near the barn? Right. Then you're just hiding know. in a gully. So, um, East Iceland, uh, there exists a folktale of a specific group of Yule lads who do not come from the mountains. But from the ocean, uh, one very obscure nursery rhyme mentions that there being two female Yule pranksters who steal melted fat by either stuffing them up their nose or putting it in socks. You said melted fat? Right. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm telling you, these I are mean, so weird. The, the socks is slightly more normal than... <laughs> Stuffing it up your nose. I'm just like, they must have huge nostrils. That's the case. Do they eat it later? Or... I don't know the idea. Uh, let me get my wax. Wait, it's fat. It's fat. It's not wax. Sorry. Oh, but that is my my case about the Christmas monsters in Iceland. Uh, this family of oh, weirdos. I'm going to just go ahead and put it out there. Like, this is the most dysfunctional family I've ever heard of. <laughs> to say the least, I think. I think mom should stop uh, either hogging all the kids' soup or um, feed her kids something else. Oh gosh. Yeah, oh. I mean the Gryla. Gryla is kind of creepy. Like, um, yeah, it's really like um, frightening, and <laughs> it is kind of frightening, especially because some of the some of the sources or some of the tales, some of the lore is she is very um, much evil. Like. There was this picture, somebody painted a picture of her, and she looked like a nun with white eyes, like, literally has a baby and one, like, a toddler in one hand and, like, is ripping him open. What? Yeah, it, like, scarred me. Um, I feel like I have to see that, but now I don't know if I want to. Oh, you'll see it, I'm sure. Because if I don't send you the pictures, which she will be in those pictures... I don't send you the pictures, then you're going to Google the images, and that's what's going to pop up. I honestly might Google it when we get off here anyway, just to see, just to see what Aren't these some crazy monsters of Christmas from Iceland? Um, I would be terrified of Gryla, but I uh, would laugh hysterically if I saw any of the sons, I feel like. 
want to know what they honestly look like. Huh, like what? <laughs> I feel the worst for the spoon licker, so... Um... I mean, I mean, considering that their mother is enormous and repulsive, <laughs> like, are they small and repulsive? Are they normal size and repulsive? Or they're just regular. Are their dads they like, humans? They look like regular people. They're just like. I don't know, but I honestly, when I was reading this and putting together my research for it, I was honestly thinking um, about like elves or. Yeah. The, the seven dwarves. Yeah, I wonder if they're like tied together, the seven dwarves specifically. Oh, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Only, I mean, is that a, is that a brother's grim tale? I have no idea. The only thing that struck know. me is that the seven dwarves also have extremely literal names. I mean, sneezy. What? Well, what? Yeah. Happy sleepy sleep. dog. Yeah, I mean exactly. Like they're very dopey. literal. They're just like dopey. <laughs> they live in a cave, kind of, don't they? Or like a tree. What do they? They live in a tree. They live in like a like a gnome hill. Now I don't they even know. Like a like a hobbit hole, but they work in caves. <laughs> I have not seen Snow White for ages. Me neither. I, I enjoy the movie, but I would have to say because I've watched a lot of Disney movies because Baby Sassy, we have Disney Plus, so we watch a lot of Disney movies. Yeah. Um, I would have to say that it's not my favorite Disney movie. I don't dislike it. I actually like it quite a bit, but I it's, it's not okay. my favorite. It's not one that maybe once every five years I might watch it, you know? Yeah. I Where probably to say like seen in 20 Sleeping Beauty, I could probably watch like maybe once a month. You know, I like Sleeping Beauty. It's okay, but oh I man, um, this was a hilarious <laughs> episode. <laughs> it is hilarious. I told you it was fun. I told you you were gonna like it. <laughs> oh man, I wish we had this here. We don't have anything fun like this really in America. We're lame. Lame no. Well, we're all freaking. We all moved here for somebody from you know, our ancestors moved here from somewhere else, you know. That's true. That is true. So we're all immigrants in the United States. Like all of our ancestors were immigrants. But you know, we don't have any tradition. That's what makes me sad about America is we don't we don't have like a culture. We have the American culture, but we don't have like, you know folklore that goes back hundreds and hundreds of years you know <laughs> like like i i know what you mean i honestly want a yule cat in our tradition you yes, know what i mean i want all kinds of stuff i want stumpy to come to my house and steal my crusty pants please so i don't have to wash them okay another life goal right there learn old norse and have stumpy come get my crusty pants <laughs> i got cast iron stumpy you'll like a Oh my goodness! Oh, it's, this is this is hilarious. I was reading this and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like their names are so very literal. It's hilarious. Like, okay, go. Calvin's stalking it, me. It's awful. These people are awful. 
I feel bad. For I them, want to know way. who came up with these. I know that I am like, who made this up? Who wrote this down? Who passed this on to their children? Like, what's happening? Were they on drugs? Did they find the magic shrooms in the forest? Like, what's going? On? I I like your theory that some drunk guy was just like in a bar one night. <laughs> Like, I swear I saw a hand come down and steal my sausages. And then he slammed the damn door. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I would punch Please. someone if they slammed my door in the middle of the night. I gotta be a... Unless it was a ghost. Well, yeah, because you're gonna have a hard time doing that, but... Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Plus, I'd be too afraid. I'd wake Andrew up and make him deal with it, so... I get my nine. <laughs> oh, they should have guns back then. They might have solved some issues. I don't know. Some weird break-in issue. <laughs> Lick my spoon again, you mother. <laughs> At least it sounds like he just licks the spoon and leaves it, whereas the one steals, like, your pot. No, your he steals and licks the spoon. <laughs> do with them afterwards like after he's licked, licked them clean he's obviously got a pile of wooden spoons in his house or his bedroom or whatever oh i mean i think maybe because he's extremely thin for malnutrition i think he should just try eating the spoon yeah he probably would uh he'd probably fare a little bit better the splinters would be awful but he might get some some fiber in there. Oh, uh, um, all right. Well, I feel really bad for all these people. <laughs> I feel bad that their mom eats kids. I also do. Feel, I actually am grateful that she did not eat them when they were kids. I know. It's weird, right? Like, why didn't she eat her own kids if she just eats kids? Like, what's happening? Well, I actually have a theory about that because they saw that she would go steal bad kids, naughty kids, you know, because she knew the ones that were naughty, that they were never naughty when they were kids. They were like the best kids ever. And then they had so much pent up naughtiness that when they became adults, they became these pranksters and thieves. I mean... I feel like the the one that steals milk is like the weirdest to me because I wouldn't even. I mean, is it stealing if you go in and milk a cow and drink a cup of milk? Like, <laughs> you work for that yeah. shit, all right? Right. I think what what what, what, what I don't get is how many gullies does Iceland have? That's what I'm saying. Like, is there always a gully right next to the cow barn? Like, what's happening? I have no idea. It's so weird. Oh, gosh. I oh, so what are we doing? Uh, all Mo- right. Mo- 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 likes to come say hi. <laughs> oh, it's hilarious. It's, it's a good, good one. It's, it it's, is so, it's so much fun. Oh, my gosh. I love it. Love it. I'm going to try to... I'm going to do some research and see if I can find out what's up with these kids. <laughs> Which I don't think they're kids anymore. I think they're just grown-ups now. Uh, these, like they're... these people, yeah. I, I don't even know. Uh, it's stuck in the carpet. It's freaking me out. 
Anyway. Um, well, that was an excellent, excellent, excellent episode, I think. Hopefully uh, everybody else enjoys it as much as I did, because I thought it was hysterical. It was hysterical, and I was, like, was reading it, and I was like, I cannot believe these things. It was very, very funny. I thought it was going to be creepier, and I'm glad it wasn't creepier, actually, because... No, I wanted something lighter, because it is the holiday season, you know, and I wanted something kind of light and funny. But we haven't done anything funny for quite a while now. Yeah, that's true. So I kind of I kind of wanted to lighten it up a little bit. Um, it was wonderful. My, la- my last case wasn't, like, awful, but, I mean, it's more cat-ass in the way. Um, but it was, you know, a little heavier, you know? Yeah. So was mine, I think. I don't remember what I did. Oh, the white lady. Which will be coming out soon, hopefully. It will. I'm terrible. Anyway, I guess we're going to end this. Tristan needs to eat your chili. Oh, they don't know that you're having chili. Oh, yes, we're having chili tonight. And honey cornbread. Cornbread. (laughs) Cornbread. All right. Cornbread. So, um, y'all know what to do if you like this and all of our other episodes. Make sure you like it. You share it. You subscribe to it. Um, we need those subscribers. Hit the notification. Yeah, turn on that bell. A ring-a-ding-ding since it's the holiday season. And uh, we have 30 subscribers now, so what is That's fantastic. Uh, and awesome. we have 234 followers on Instagram. That's very nice. I'm sad I don't use Instagram, but what's up, Instagram people, nonetheless? What's yes, and I, I mean, I would really love to see us get to 500 followers on Instagram. That would be Dude, fantastic. Dude, that would be like crazy. I've never had 500 followers on anything in my life. Maybe ever. we can do a special episode or uh, something. Let's make it a goal. Like maybe, um, maybe we can do a giveaway or something. Or Dude, that'd be you know cool. What I mean? Like a, a gift yeah. card or... Dude, since you're in Instagram, maybe you should do, like, a viewer's pick thing where you have, like, I don't know, ask, like, people what they think we should do next, and maybe we'll both pick one and do it. Right. That that sounds good. Since we're not getting email, (laughs) you jerks. Right. right. Well, and I think, too, like, our, um, at some point, we're going to have to put together some show notes, so that way they know where to go, because... It's um, our email address and our Instagram and stuff like that. Occultist service. A lot of people are not going to know how to spell that. Well, they need to go to school. Then. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is Latin. And uh, it's, I mean, sorry. Sorry, not sorry. But you can always, it's a great they freaking can always, name. They can always comment in our YouTube, which is the Pair Sisters. So that's fine I mean it is what it is but maybe we'll try to put something together where we do like a a what do the viewers want kind of a thing so and I do yes. like the idea of a giveaway also so maybe we'll do that too that would be fantastic but for now I guess we're done I'm gonna go and record a musical and uh <laughs> I don't sing I mean I can sing but I don't and um i guess we're done right so we are done i guess we'll catch y'all on the flip side and you all stay creepy and don't watch out for gully gawk (laughs) i don't know (laughs) he's gonna get your milk (laughs) 
All right. All right. Peace out. <laughs>